Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to Rich and Daily ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or Apple Podcasts. So, Brooke, we've talked about it before. Unfollowing or unfriending someone on social media is a hugely drastic move. Yeah, even though it feels so good, there are way less severe ways to move on, like muting is a favorite. Yeah, definitely. Which is why I find it absolutely fascinating when celebs who seemed close unfollow each other. Mm -hmm. Like the UK pop band Little Mix, they all of a sudden all unfollowed their former band member, Jesse Nelson. Right. Like, they were in a band together for years. I mean, how bad did it get? Well, there may be a good reason for it, and Jessie might have some explaining to do. Yeah. I mean, she's being accused of crossing a pretty ugly line, and they apparently want no part of it. Yeah, I just wonder how bad this is going to get for Jessie. Well, I will say I promise to never unfollow you, Arisha, no matter how bad it gets, but I might mute you. (laughs) I mean, I'd like to say the same, but if you refuse to watch Ted Lasso, then that might change. <sighs> Unfollow. From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skinner-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. It's Tuesday, October 12th. And you're listening to Rich and Daily. This episode is brought to you by Saks.com. Richies, you know we love to shop, so it's only fitting that today's sponsor is Saks.com. Saks.com is the perfect place to find new style inspiration. Yeah, Saks.com has everything for your agenda, whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for brunch, a bright Chloe blazer for that job interview, or Stodd's gold cowboy boots for a concert. These are all such different vibes, and literally all vibes I would love to be a part of, so... That's oh, fun. yeah, <laughs> definitely. So find inspiration for your new vibe every day at Saks.com. Saks.com. If you've been keeping up with Even the Rich, you've heard us talking about Monopoly Go. That's right. And we're going to keep talking about it. So playing Monopoly Go with your family and friends is truly a delight. Yeah, there's always something new to do, like partner events where you build on each other's boards, crazy tournaments where you can recruit your friends, or competitions to outdo them on the leaderboards. And we love competition. Yeah, we do. Too much. And if you want to play solo, there's timed events like obscenely massive multipliers for all your winnings and challenges like treasure hunts or money sprees. It's honestly a really great pastime. Exactly. Compete with your friends and people all around the world to be the biggest Monopoly tycoon on the leaderboards. So join the fun and download Monopoly Go now, free on the App Store and Google Play. Life is full of personal wins, whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list. Winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the Personal Price Plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Give me that, give me that hot gosh. Oh, Jesse, we got all jelly bitches acting real messy. I like a bad, bad boy. So pop singer Jesse Nelson definitely has people acting messy. <laughs> her new song, Boys, is her first solo single since splitting from Little Mix, which is the UK pop girl group that made her famous. Yeah. 
And the music video, well, <laughs> Jesse's facing some serious heat for yeah. it. And it has everything to do with black fishing. So for those of you who don't know, black fishing is a term used to describe someone who is appropriating black culture, basically to the point of actually appearing black. And that includes darkening your skin uh, with fake tans, wearing cornrows, dreads, or other Afro-inspired hair. And the term was first used on Twitter three years ago when journalist Juana Thompson said she noticed white celebrities and influencers cosplaying or dressing up as black women on social media. And obviously it has some serious racial overtones. I mean, we're talking about dressing up, altering your skin color, stealing style from black identities. It's a huge problem. Yeah, it's for sure not ideal. (laughs) So Jesse's new music video release, Boys, is pretty problematic for a lot of people. So it samples P. Diddy's 2001 song, Bad Boy for Life, and Mm -hmm. the video is said to be an homage to the R&B style from the late 90s and early 2000s. Right. So the music video also features Nicki Minaj, who has a rap verse in the single. Mm -hmm. And in the video, Jessie has noticeably tanned skin. She's got big curly hair. And she really leans into the late 90s, early 2000s R&B style of clothing, which was often worn and made trendy by Black artists at the time. Mm -hmm. She even sings about wanting a man who's so hood, so good, so damn taboo with tattoos and them gold teeth, which some people on social media said is fetishizing Black men. Yeah, so I feel like you hear that lyric and how do you not picture a Black man? Yeah. Like, so hood, so good. Like, those are all words that are used that describe Black men. Like, it's definitely suspicious. I will say the video and the song are definitely a throwback. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Felt like I was right there in the late 90s. Yeah. And I mean, it's got a cameo by Diddy. Oh, my God. Diddy? (laughs) How much much more late 90s, early 2000s can you get? That cameo. And then, of course, like the outtakes at the end was just like, Diddy, hmm, let's stick to just changing our names. Try not to do acting because it's just not your strong suit. I don't know. I think if music videos had Oscars, his name would be on one. (laughs) <laughs> for Please Never Come Back. <laughs> yep. <laughs> okay, so since the video's come out, Jessie's facing some pretty major blackfish backlash. But this mm-hmm. is not the first time she's been accused of blackfishing. Ever since she yeah. left Little Mix, fans have commented on how her look has changed. So Jessie left Little Mix last December and said she was parting ways with the three other members due to the toll the group had taken on her mental health. Yeah, She was in Little Mix for 10 years, which is such a long time. Yes. Um, after the group was formed on the British music competition show, The X Factor. And since leaving, she's shifted her personal style a lot. And yeah. it has some fans on social media calling her out for rebranding herself as biracial or racially ambiguous. Right. So in a recent interview with Vulture, Jessie was asked about the blackfishing claims. And she said, the whole time I was in Little Mix, I never got any of that. And then I came out of the band and people all of a sudden were saying it. She also says she wasn't on social media at the time, so she let her team deal with it. But then she stressed that she loves Black culture. She said, I love Black music. That's all I know. It's what I grew up on. She also says she's very aware she's a white British woman saying, I've never said that I wasn't. Mm-hmm. So I, I can actually see the claims that she looks biracial or racially ambiguous now. Like, I definitely oh, can see 100%. that. Oh, 100%. Yeah. I mean, just watching that video, I had to keep reminding myself that she wasn't actually like right. me. I was like, this woman is a white <laughs> British woman. Right. And now fans aren't the only ones who have a problem with Jesse's alleged blackfishing. 
Following the release of the boys' music video, her former Little Mix bandmates have all unfollowed her from Instagram. (laughs) Yes. So, I mean, this tea, of course, is just piping hot. Mm -hmm. I love messy stuff like this. Yeah. And obviously... Social media means a lot these days, and who you do and don't follow as a celebrity carries a lot of weight, obviously, because really we're does. all scouring your following Yeah, list. people that just every morning they get up and are like, let me make sure that these celebrities are still following these celebrities. What kind yeah. of time do they have? Seriously. So, I mean, it obviously means something big that the three remaining Little Mix members, who are Perry Edwards, Leanne Pinnock, and Jade Thurwall, all unfollowed Jesse over the weekend. I mean, yeah. that obviously says something. Also, those names are so British. I know. I know. <laughs> I'm kind of sad you didn't say them in the British accents, but okay. Bonaby Dumbleberry. <laughs> there it is. Um, and it doesn't stop there. A TikToker shared screenshots that allegedly show Leanne going after Jesse. The screenshots are unverified, but they definitely look real. They do look real. And if I'm being fooled by them, I'm a clown and I'm sad. I know. I know. So the TikToker's username is No Hun, and according to him, Leanne sent him DMs on Instagram about Jesse and apparently asked him to make a video. Mm-hmm. So in the messages, Leanne, who is a black woman, calls Jesse a horrible person and refers to her being a blackfish. So Jesse hasn't directly responded to or acknowledged the alleged messages from her former bandmate, but on an Instagram live with Nicki Minaj yesterday. She and Nikki both talked about the blackfish claims. Mm-hmm. So Jesse says she hadn't gotten a fake tan prior to the music video and goes on to say, I'm just really lucky as a white girl that when I'm in the sun, I tan so dark. Like so many people have said to me before, like Leanne in the group has said, you sure you're not mixed race because you've got darker than me in the sun. She also said she wanted to come on the live and show everyone her hair is naturally curly, saying, I've always had curly hair. I got it from my dad. And she told Nikki she would never, ever, ever want to offend anyone. And it hurts her to think she's offended people by celebrating something she loves, which she's referring to uh, 90s R&B music Mm -hmm. there. Which you can celebrate it without pretending you are it. That's fair. That's really fair. You know, my intention is never, was never, ever to offend people of color with this video and my song. Because, you know, like I said, growing up, as a young girl, like, this is the music that I listen to. These are the videos that I watched and, like, thought were the best. So in the live, Nikki totally had Jesse's back. I mean, mm-hmm. Nikki, as usual, in classic Nicki Minaj fashion, <laughs> came for everyone using some very straightforward and salty language. Nikki made it clear she believes the other bandmates are just jealous of Jesse's solo success. Yeah, Nikki is not afraid to clap back literally ever. No. To anyone. You'll be walking down the street and she'll just clap at you. Like, <laughs> like, oh my God, I'm sorry. Whatever I did, Nikki. God. So Nikki calls out Leanne and says, stop. If you want a solo career, baby girl, just say that. You can go out and put your own music. We're going to support you and love you. That's it. You don't have to attack someone else. Calling someone baby girl, I got to say. Oh, yeah. Really cuts deep. It is. So Nikki even defends music artists that tan. She said she knows artists who tan a lot and claims it's their business and they're right. I just think that that's it's such a weird thing to defend because it's like, I mean, people people tan all the time. Like, I get that. And it's just it's the collection of things that Jesse did that's suspicious. Right. Like it's being tan. It's having your hair styled. It's presenting yourself in the music video in a very quintessential late 90s R&B way that's not who you are. 
And Nikki's just like, nope, it's about the tan. She's like holding supportive signs outside of tanning salons. And they're like, no, Nikki, that's about more. Unless a person to me is pretending that they are a race that they're not and lying. And I could have, I could name a couple of people that done lied to y'all and told y'all that y'all, that they was a certain race that they're not. Sweetheart. Take them text messages and shove it up your... And I think you all get the idea where she said to shove those text messages. (laughs) Although she didn't say what text messages she was referring to. I mean, it seems pretty clear she's referencing those alleged DMs from Mm -hmm. Jesse's bandmate, Leanne. Yeah. She even said, but what we won't have is putting out text messages to try and warn someone and telling people and influencers to try and talk badly about this girl. So yeah, I think that's pretty obvious. She's referring to the TikTokers DMs. I will say like... I mean, I'm sure there's more than we don't know, but it's yeah. weird to go to a third party. Like, I'd go straight to Jesse and I'd be like, yo, what are you doing? You're not Rachel Dozell. Let's stop this. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> not her. <laughs> so Jesse isn't the first celebrity to come under fire for alleged blackfishing. But I feel like in general, they all seem to bounce back pretty quickly from the callouts. Yeah, I mean, we've seen people come hard for rapper Iggy Azalea, Mm -hmm. singer Ariana Grande. She's been tagged many times for excessive tanning and appropriating Black culture. And we've also talked many times about how the Kardashian-Jenners have a pretty lengthy track record of Black fishing accusations under their belts. Yeah, longer than a CVS receipt. Seriously. Which they're not getting because they don't shop there. (laughs) So you got to wonder, does it end up mattering if an artist is Black fishing? I mean... Is Jesse going to have to worry about her career for real? I mean, does it matter if they really are? I think it should. But is it going to affect her career? I don't know. I will say that boy's song is a banger. But I'm also (laughs) very well aware of the fact that I'm not a person who can really speak out about being offended by blackfishing. So that's not up to me to decide, Mm. you know? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Well, I feel like you can be offended without being the race that's being appropriated. That's, yeah, I guess I can be. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, look, if Nikki isn't getting canceled over Ballgate, maybe Jesse's going to be okay. Ah, <laughs> oh, Ballgate. Honestly, my favorite Nikki era. Yeah, it's peak Nikki Minaj. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> From Wondery, I'm Marisha Skidmore-Williams. And I'm Brooke Ziffrin. This is Rich and Daily. See you tomorrow, Richies. If you like our show, please follow us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or wherever you're listening right now. And tell your friends we've got the hot goss. Nancy's love story could have been ripped right out of the pages of one of her own novels. She was a romance mystery writer who happens to be married to a chef. But... This story didn't end with a happily ever after. When I stepped into the kitchen, I could see that Chef Brophy was on the ground, and I heard somebody say, call 911. As writers, we'd written our share of murder mysteries. So when suspicion turned to Dan's wife, Nancy, we weren't that surprised. The first person they look at would be the spouse. We understand that's usually the way they do it. But we began to wonder... Had Nancy gotten so wrapped up in her own novels... There are murders in all of the books. ...that she was playing them out in real life? You can listen to Happily Never After, Dan and Nancy, early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts.